Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast it's the darkest timeline. Little old me, all on my Jack Jones. I will get a guest at some point, I'm sure. Uh, this week we're talking about money and the lack of money. Also uh, talking buying stuff cheap. The two things may go hand in hand. Who knows? Uh, there's all sorts of other stuff and uh, games... Movies and TV this week. Got a trifecta going. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Share the podcast around. I know I already said share it, but you know, you get what I mean, don't you? Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, The Darkest Timeline. doing you all right you well might be a little bit quiet it's it's late and there's a lot of sleeping people um oh my word a message that's not rude um obviously now i'm being rude it's it's definitely an emergency i promise it's a small emergency. So, not going to lie, today, absolutely not the day I wanted to do a podcast. And I've known it all day. I've known all day that it was a thing. And it's not a, you know, I don't want to do a podcast or anything like that. It was, today was going to be absolutely jam-packed, right up until, like, nine half nine this evening and then i had like the sword of damocles hanging over of oh and don't forget gotta fit a podcast in so not in the realms of i didn't want to do it in the realms of you know it's 10 to 10 but let's crack on um so, this time <clears throat> last week, I'll have been uh, fretting because um, Leanne and my youngest daughter gone off to uh, Disneyland Paris for a few days, um, which meant that I had my sons look after for a few days. Now, I'll hold my hands up on this one. I worked on the principle that I, that I actually only needed to get through the first day because uh, day two, nursery. Day three, uh, Nana had offered to have him. So I was like, I literally have to get through the first day. And that's that. Um, that came back to bite me in the ass when I completely didn't look at the times around those times quite as much as I should have done. Anyway, lives and learns. So, the other thing I'm not going to try and hide in any other way is, was was pretty much terrified of the whole situation because he is he's a particular age. It's his first extended time away um, from from land. Um, from my youngest daughter. Um, obviously, he's not dependent, but it's just it's just a test. I look at these things as tests, and ultimately, where there's a test involved, you get a pass or a fail. And I was terrified. Am I going to pass this test? Possibly not, is the way I looked at it. One of the things that I was very worried about was um, if he was to wake up in the middle of the night, you know, am I going to be able to settle him? Am I going to be able to get him to go back down? 
all of that sort of stuff. The sort of things that would I would say would be natural things to worry about. Um, so, I think last week I spoke about like actually, you know, playing with my son and realizing that I don't do that as much these days. Um, interesting note, something I haven't written down, uh, but I kind of thought I should have done, but I didn't. Um, don't want to jump ahead, but took all the girls swimming yesterday and they made a little friend while they were out swimming. And then I made up this game on the spot, which was a bit like a, like a, a TIG kind of game. Uh, it was it was sharks versus humans. If you get got by a shark, it was a bit a bit more like a zombie situation. But I didn't think zombies was okay, so I was like, uh, if you get if you get eaten by a shark, then you become a shark as well. So that that kind of thing. Great time. Um, so again, another example of you know actually playing. Anyway, so we made it through the first day. I had all these things to do, jobs to do, stuff to get done, stuff to get ready, stuff to prepare, all of this. And then at the end of that day, I had, oh my God, what happens if he wakes up in the middle of the night? So ended up having about four hours sleep and just being like, cool, that was fun. And obviously he didn't wake up in the middle of the night. Um, had a really enjoyable day, the first day was really enjoyable, really enjoyed it, really enjoyed spending time with him, um, one of those sorts of moments where it kind of, I was going to say reinvigorates, but it's like, reaffirms your bond, reaffirms the job that you're doing, stuff like that. So... Moving into day two, which will be the point in time when I actually did last week's podcast. So, um, not going to lie, I can't remember exactly what I said at that point in time. Um, but, again, being then having a day away from me, I was like, oh my god, what's it going to be like in the evening? Nursery said that he was really good all day, which I was really happy about. Got him back. And he was an absolute delight angel which wouldn't be the case if he came home from nursery normally i'm like what is going on here this is not right this is unnatural so that was another evening i was like if he's been in nursery today he's definitely going to wake up in the middle of the night and we're going to have a bad time didn't wake up in the middle of the night and Slept in even later the next day. I'm like, what is going on here? We got up. We um, we had a bit of a play whilst getting dressed. Um, getting breakfast and stuff like that. Um, then he went off to Nana's for the day. Came back. Um, this was the point in time that I hadn't planned. Like an idiot. I hadn't planned it. So then he comes home and I'm like, oh yeah, I've now got to do it all again. Because I was like, oh, Leanne and daughter are going to be home on Tuesday. They weren't going to be home on Tuesday. They were going to be home Tuesday night. So still had the had the boy to look after. Still had the boy to take care of. Which I did... Managed to get him, so I managed to get him into bed. Um, and again, slept through, slept super late the next day. Um, and that was that, or was it? No, because the other thing I hadn't taken into account, like an idiot, was that the next day was Wednesday, and Wednesday is my day with the children. and. By this point, my son's like, hey, what's going on here? They're they're back, but then one of them's gone and the other one's here and the other one... Like, my daughter was being 
Let's go with difficult and leave it at that. I think this is one of those tired plus being away plus being back plus working on the principle that me and my son had an amazing time that she'd missed out on. All of this, you combine all those things together, does not make for a fun time. So there was that situation to deal with. Um, But going back to what I was saying, you get a pass mark or a fail mark. As always, as I like to say, probably not the best thing to say, but as I like to say, nobody died. So you got to put it in the win column. Um, so yeah, big win, surely. Is it not? So, just have a little uh, little drinky to wet the whistle. <laughs> Um, do we all remember the point in time where I was complaining about things costing money and not wanting to spend any money by the way that's the theme for this episode not spending money and spending money and how freaking annoying it is so I didn't want to spend £8 on a um, film didn't want to spend £8 on an audiobook found a way around the audiobook situation by spending £4 on a different audiobook problem solved still had the issue of the £8 movie and I just kept looking at it and looking at it and looking at it and then I saw something it was like hey you can get a second hand copy of this film look through the sort of the breakdown of the secondhand stuff and found one that was basically it's going to cost this much it's secondhand but it's very good condition and it's a fraction of the price so i didn't want to spend eight pound on a digital copy or it was like 10 or 12 quid on blu-ray um so i spent three pounds eight pence that included postage and i was like honestly i don't believe that you're gonna give me a you know used but in very good condition blu-ray i just can't believe it i don't believe it uh what i can say is i'm prepared to for three pound i'm prepared to roll the dice and see what i end up with because ultimately if it turns up and it's rubbish i'll just contact them and be like what are you doing you're having a giraffe aren't you so I rolled the dice. I was like, this could, this could set a precedence for go- things going forward. So, now is a good time to try it. I'm prepared to give you £3. That's, that's the way to look at it. So I paid my £3, 8 pence, put the order in. Fully expected it to take uh, an ice age to turn up. And, like I say, was expecting poor quality. As it was, I think it was... <sighs> Two days, maybe, from placing the order to it arriving, which, can't argue with that. Uh, opened the packet, checked the box, the box was in fair condition, checked the disc, no sign of scratches. I was like, well, we need to find out how, how it plays, and if it plays fine, I'm happy with that for three quid. Um, as far as the film's concerned, I'll talk about the film in a bit problem i've got is it's a film i've seen before it's also a film that i will have reviewed before i will go on to talk about it a little bit but in keeping in the theme of not talking too much about stuff i've seen before or played before i'll try and keep it brief this is just a point i'm trying to make um the end result of the story was that the film played fine all the special features worked. the film played um, £3.08. Great. Now then, does this mean a new way of doing things? Second hand could be an option. Problem I've got is, and I, these are the things that I hate to say, 
I have officially run out of space for Blu-ray storage. Now, I've had this with every single media format. VHS tapes run out of space. Blu-rays, not Blu-rays, DVDs do not even get me started on that subject. Uh, There was a point in time where there was a room in my house, not a small room, and there were multiple shelving units stacked to the gills with DVDs. So, the idea was, in the house, in in this house, the idea was, well, it's got built-in storage, so that kind of tells you how many you're allowed. I've started doing, like, digital stuff, when digital's quicker, cheaper, easier, all of that. You can watch it on all your devices, blah, 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 blah. Let's do that. But every now and then there, are stu- there is stuff that you... <sighs> I was going to say have to get. If something is £10 digitally, but £5 on Blu-ray, <sighs> I'm probably going to get it on Blu-ray. It's one of those. Um, I do think that there's maybe a purge in the in the future. It's not the only thing I'm thinking of purging. I'm thinking of doing a game purge of a couple of different consoles. Um, honestly, I don't want to end up in a situation I've been in previously where uh, a, a generation comes to an end and I've got way too many games for that console. Um, so, bought a second-hand movie and... You know, so far it's gone well. Um, I've written something down here, which I think uh, I think has been a theme for a few weeks now, talking about how it's just too expensive to leave the house. And myself and a, a, a friend of mine have been having this conversation and basically saying you just... The only way to not spend money is to not leave the house. I'm trying to think. I'm actually trying to think at which point in time I'll have written this. Um, there was something. Let me. It must have been the Wednesday. It must have been last Wednesday. Uh, let me just double check. Uh, I thought I was being organised because I did a little bit of research for this podcast. Uh, let me have a look. Real quick. Real quick. It was... Oh my word, it was. Last Wednesday. Um, because I had um, both of my two children. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, we'll just... That was it. Said to my youngest daughter, I was like, oh, do you want to get something to say thank you for going to Disneyland? Yes, 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 I want to do that. Um, I was like, also, I need to go and get something for my eldest teacher, because I felt that my eldest teacher had done um, done a lot for her this year. So I was like, we should celebrate that. So that was that. So we left the house, and ten quid later, I was like, we need to go home now, because I can't, I can't be out of the house it's problematic so that was that then later in the day we left the house again ended up in another shop and like any child daughter I'd, I'd once seen a quote um about that said having a daughter is like having a friend who thinks you're rich that is absolutely the case um i don't know if it's coming across in the last few podcasts um but there are severe money issues at the moment and one of those things that you know for me to say yeah money issues Everybody I speak to these days seems to be saying the same thing. And I'm wondering now if this is some sort of knock-on effect from other things that are going on in the world right now. 
Um, but I'm in this position where, like, one of, two of, all of my children are like, hey, let's go here and let's do this. And I'm like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Had a situation today, was in a shop, and I've got one child holding one item and another child holding another item. And they, for what they were, they were dirt cheap. And I'm like, anyway, let's go get some lunch. Um, it's a very difficult time at the moment, which isn't made any easier by any time leave the house and any time go anywhere. One of my children's like, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's get this. And it's even worse when the this is like a pound. I'm like, I'm not going to be good to you a pound. It's a pound less that I will have after this transaction, though. Um, so, there's, there's that situation. Um, I then left the house again later that day spent way too much money and by the end of the day I was like well what did we learn here we learned here that you just cannot leave the house and I know I've been saying this for a while and I know that somebody right now is like hey I think you might have a spending problem and it's not it, it it's not that it's not a, oh, I can't leave the house and not spend money. It's, I can't leave the house and not spend money. Uh, I know those sentences are the same, but they're different. Um, so. I'm trying a new, a new thing, a new method, a new way of working. Um, it's, it's uncomfortable in some ways, but it's comfortable in other ways. And that, it's like a three-tiered thing, because then I'm like, well, if it's comfortable, then that's a bad thing. Recently, last week or so, especially the, the last few days, I've made the decision, I've made a concerted effort to try and be a little bit more relaxed around working out and exercise. So, a couple of points in time I'd noticed that I was like, I need to get this done, I need to get that done, I need to get the other done. And then I was getting to the end of the day and I'm like, I am way, way over my goals for the day. Like on on the watch, on the rings, you know. I'm like, I could have got away with not getting on the treadmill for the second time. Or, you know, I could have just run in the morning, then walked the dog, then done a workout, then walked the dog in the afternoon. And if you add that to all of the moving around in general the standard moving around for the day especially when on days when I'm moving around more child based things etc etc that might have been enough so there were these days where I was way over my goals and was like man it was quite stressful to get that done and it didn't need to be that way so first week of the summer holidays Everybody's here, but not everybody at all times. So the little guys go off to do preschool, nursery, all of that. Um, Liam was at work today, so there was just like three of us. Then at other times, there's more of us, but there's other things going on. Then at other times, there's less and less stuff going on. Anyway, so, I decided to test a theory. The theory is this. I need to do certain things and I need to fit those things in. But maybe I don't need to fit as many in and I don't need to be as 
obsessive about it. So, take today as an example. Today, I got up early, nice and early, and I shot out the door for a run, and I was like, I could go for a longer run, but maybe I don't need to. So, I'm going to do a 5k, and I'm going to come home, I'm going to walk the dog two miles. Ultimately, at the end of it, I'll be over five miles for the day, and it's eight o'clock in the morning. I think I was on like 12,000 steps at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, that's not a problem. That's not a panic. That's not a worry. That's just good. Something I've started saying recently is the average person probably hasn't achieved 12,000 steps by 8 o'clock in the morning. It's something I'm trying. It's something I'm trialing. I'm just seeing how it fits. So that was that. Um, something I'll go on to talk about, in fact, something I'll go on to talk about next, I'll mention now, but we'll talk about it a bit more. Um, had a pl- had somewhere to be for my youngest daughter today. Had to be there for like 10 to 9. So, home, shower, dressed, out of the door with plenty of time, bosh. Home. Now, I said to the older two, because nobody else was going to be here today, it was just me and the older two, I was like, look, I need you to understand something. At some point today, I need to work out. I need to work out. Because guess what? I've got a podcast to do tonight. See how it all comes full circle? Um, As I need to work out at some point today, my objective is to try and do that round lunchtime, but I'm not going to leave you guys sat on your Jack Jones lunchtime, so it will probably be a situation of have some lunch, then I'll go and work out. You guys need something to do. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. No worries. Cool. Now, in my head, in my not necessarily overly stable with this sort of stuff head, I was like, maybe I could get a treadmill session in. And that was the point where I was like, no, we're not doing that today. Maybe this week. What we're doing today, maybe this week, is chilling out. You know, as in I know, that workout's going to be an hour. No matter how you slice it, dice it, whatever, that workout's an hour. So, you're taking an hour away of time spending with your children... They're having a great time. They're watching some of their their stuff on TV. They're having, they're fine. They're ten feet away. You call through to them, ask them if everything's fine. Call through, ask them if they're enjoying the program. That sort of stuff. No major issues. So don't need to worry about a treadmill a treadmill session because. Still going to walk the dog. Been walking around all day. We went out this morning. We're out for quite a while. It was a good time. But there was walking involved. It's fine. Now, coming off the back of the workout, I was like, hey, I think numbers-wise, I'm in a good position. So, all I need to do is get a dog walk in and be golden. That's where it went wrong, and this is part of the problem. Certain people, certain types of people, certain people who write books, maybe, go on podcasts and things like that, will say, hey, get all of your stuff done first thing in the morning, then you don't have to worry for the rest of the day, because you don't know what's going to crop up. Like, for example, Leanne's not going to get home until late with the little guys, Everybody needs something to eat of some description and you're going to be elbow deep in washing up when that happens and hey, you've got the dog to walk, but it's late. So took the dog out, but I couldn't take him for a full walk and that's steps. But I knew I was in a good position. So I was like, I'm probably not going to get all the steps I need 
fill the rings and all of that, but I'm going to get close. And if I just calm it down and I don't panic and don't worry, what might happen is the movement I do on an evening, this person needs this, this person needs that, this person needs to go to bed, up and down the stairs, round and around the house, kitchen, dining room, kitchen, dining room, kitchen, dining room. All of that's going on. What might happen is I might get those numbers. By nine o'clock this evening, certainly a lot later than I would like, because ultimately you've only got three hours to do something about it. By nine o'clock this evening, I achieved three full rings. Now then, like I say, it's later than I wanted. But the theory sound. I didn't break my neck. I didn't put anyone out. Half of the family didn't know that I'd done it because they weren't here, etc., etc. And I went, okay, well, that works. That's great. That's ticking all the boxes. Chicken dinners all around. And then the part of my brain that gets a bit obsessive, some might say, about this sort of stuff, then went... I'm going to change tact. I'm going to go with a different route. And that route is this. It's real, uh, real comfortable, isn't it? Feels real nice, doesn't it? To not have to push yourself. Work out hard. Get on that treadmill and get an extra half an hour under your belt. Feels real good, doesn't it? And I was like, ah, shit. So, had that to deal with. Which was, well, yeah, but I ticked all the boxes. Did you though? Did you tick all the boxes? Or did you just do okay? And I'm like, do you know something? For for somebody who's this obsessed with all this sort of stuff, you'd think I'd be a lot thinner by now. Um, so the thing, the activity, the thing that we had to go to was... My youngest daughter was graduating. Yes, graduating. From preschool. Because apparently that's a thing. Don't get me wrong. It's my daughter. So anything that anybody does in this sort of thing, I'm like, cool, I'm there with bells on. However... I do not agree with this sort of thing. I mean, I'm one of those kind of guys who thinks stuff like this is basically nonsense. But it's nice at the same time. So I kind of pack all my feelings and just go along with it. We stood outside. It was in a church, which obviously for me is an issue in itself. <coughs> we stood outside this church. And I'm like... Why do some parents just let their kids do certain things? I'm like... And I guess the difference is, because all I could think was, if that was my child, I'd be going apeshit right now. And maybe if you were going apeshit right now, maybe your child wouldn't be doing that. And maybe that's the difference. Like, at one point, one of my children was attempting to do something, and I was watching them, and I was like, if you do something like that, I'm going to say something to you. I personally felt what was happening was disrespectful. So there's that. I also felt that it was just a prime example of a child that was completely out of control. So there was that. But anyway, uh, we go in. It's like, hey, it's a graduation thing. I'm like, cool. Everybody gets seated. Obviously not. There was about 40% more people than seats, which I thought was amazing planning. Um, they've got a stage set up. They've got a seating area for all the little guys. Um, I can see, I can just about see my daughter. Cap and gown. 
cap and gown for graduating preschool. Yep. Anyway, so they're all seated. They're all ready. The 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 one of the ladies goes through how it will work. It'll be the the children's key worker will come up. They'll talk. They'll like talk about each child. And I went. What's the best way for them to do this? Ah, yes, that's right. Alphabetical. They did the first child. Anybody want to guess who the second child was? I went... Philip. So my child goes up, they do the... Oh, child, you, you, you're, you're great. You've been great. You've been here all this time. We've bought houses off the back of the amount of money that your parents have paid for you to come here. Fantastic. Here's your certificate. Here's a medal. A medal. A, me- a medal. If a certificate's not enough, have a medal as well. And jog on back to where you were sat whilst we get through the other 70 children that are here. And I went, ah, are you kidding me? Honestly, there was a point where both me and Liam were like, can we just go? And I'm like, yeah, let's. So, they went through it all. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. There was a lot of talking, there was a lot of other children, a lot of, you know, clapping that descended into me, just tapping my leg every time that they were supposed to be clapping. Honestly, it, it just wasn't a great situation for me because I'm the kind of person that wants to turn up to the Christmas play and have my child walk out on stage, say their lines from the play, walk off stage, and I can then leave. Life's not like that, though, and I accept that, and I appreciate that. They then said... <laughs> they then said... Uh, right, we're finished. We're going to do a big group photo. Then we're going to do uh, an opportunity for you to do individual photos with the backdrop that they're using. And then we're going to open the Continental Buffet. And I went, oh, no. Now, it's nothing like, uh, you know, we're going to have to stay for this. Nothing like that. I knew immediately that the absolute best way to bring out the absolute worst in people is to then offer free food. As I, this is going to descend into chaos faster than, I don't know, something that's real fast. I just stood and I was just watching and I was like, what is wrong with people? Here's my here's my assumption, because it is an assumption. 90% of the people in that room will have had breakfast. 90% of people in that room will have had breakfast and have had that breakfast within the last one to two hours. Does that then mean that they then need to act like somebody said, here, this is the last meal you're ever going to eat. I saw so many sites. So many sites that in in other situations would have been considered embarrassing. If you've got a paper plate that's buckling under the sheer volume of food on it, physically can't hold its shape because of the sheer volume and weight of the food that's on the plate, maybe something's gone wrong. Maybe you don't need that much food. I am not the best person for that. I think 
I think a buffet is just one of the worst things. I'll tell you a story, very briefly. There was once a buffet. This was back in the days where I was like, ooh, I'll have a buffet. I'll have some uh, finger rolls, whatever you you know, all that. I'll I'll dip into a buffet. It's the last time I ever did. Because I was really, really ill after that buffet. And I spoke to somebody afterwards, I was like, man, I got real ill after that buffet. Like, like real ill. And their response stuck with me from then till now. We're talking probably 15 years. Their response was, oh yeah, there's all that food that's like left out and people have poured all over it with all their germy hands and then you're eating it. I was like, well, there's an image for you. Never touched a buffet since. So, you know. Uh, Fun story, fun little tidbit, fun little thing to finish the week off. Let's go back to last week, very briefly, where I was talking about the weight loss journey. Um, Now, I know me. I know how I operate. And I operate very much like this. Oh, I spent a week being really, really good, and it didn't go well. Well, screw that. I'll just go back to eating like an absolute monster. That was the thought. That was the plan. That was the, the idea. And then this tiny little voice, tiny little voice said, Hey, remember that time that you thought you were going to lose weight and you didn't, but you stuck with it for another week and then you lost a lot of weight? Do you maybe think this could be one of those situations? And whereas normally I'd have eaten like an absolute savage, I went... I can do it for another week. Just one more week and let's see. So another week went by, which brings us to today. I got on the scales. And I was like, I really I really want to, I really need to see some sort of weight loss here. Otherwise, probably going to burn the world. Luckily for everybody in the world, pardon me, there was some weight loss. Uh, I lost one pound. I don't actually think it constitutes as a pound because of the not point whatever after it. Um, not what I wanted to see, but it was a loss, so I, I counted it in the win column and kind of had to move on from there. Um, still, <laughs> still haven't crossed that threshold though, have I? Because remember, I needed to lose two pounds. Yeah, well, I haven't even done the full one. So, still got that to start out. Um, I was listening to a podcast today. Um, Ironically, whilst out running. And it was talking about a variety of different things. And it started making me think. And I was like, I do all of this stuff. I run, I work out. Try and try and eat as best I can. All that. I don't think I feel like the weight loss fits quite right. I've been starting to wonder if there's something something going on, something going wrong, something awry. Um, but hey, you know, fat fat man mentality in it. So. Got a little bit of TV, not everybody's cup of tea, but I have got a little bit of TV to talk about in a slightly different way. I've got a couple of movies and a game to talk about. Um, so, well, a bit to unpack here, but um, there was a animated TV show called Invincible on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's basically cartoons for adults. It's hyper-violent. It's like super, super violent. And that's the point. So it's superheroes. It's really violent. 
I thoroughly enjoyed the first series. I watched the first series about three times back to back. Really enjoyed it. It was a great time. There's this whole thing like everybody's waiting for the second series and it's not turning up and they've done a couple of like one, they did one like almost like a trailer but it was taken in the piss out of itself sort of thing. There was, um, I think there was like an announcement poster. So then they do this thing. Here's the release trailer for Series 2 with a release date. The release date is November. Still a ways away, but at least they're finally committed to it. Almost immediately after that, they went, Hey, if you can't wait till Series 2, we've got a special episode for you to watch. It's a prequel of a particular character so it's a character's origin story not the main character because obviously the show is essentially the main character's origin story so it's um a sub character's origin story and i went okay i was like i'm definitely watching that this evening see what that's like so i watched it it was good. It was a lot longer than I expected. It was a 50-odd 50, 50 minute jobby. Here's the thing. You know when you see a trailer for a game? And the trailer looks amazing. And then you finally get your hands on the game. And the game is garbage. After a while, I started thinking, why couldn't you have taken the millions and millions and millions of dollars that it cost to make that glorious-looking trailer and pumped that money into the game development? So many games in the past have looked amazing from the trailer. Not going to lie, the one that's jumping out immediately is... A lot of Star Wars games get amazing trailers. Not a lot. Not all Star Wars games are created equally. Let's say. Um, so you get these amazing trailers, and like same with films, you get amazing trailers for films, and then you watch the films like that film was rubbish. All the great, all the best stuff was in the trailer. You know, there's a good, there's a good phrase. So. I had it. I had a similar thing with this with this episode. So I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was real good, sort of little um, like a tide you over kind of thing, all of that sort of stuff. Great, love it. On the flip side, all I could think was, whilst you're making this, could you not put your energy into making the series we want to watch? I was. I just spent the whole time going, why have you done this? You could have put your all of this energy into the second series of Invincible and presumably brought that time scale a lot closer. I don't understand stuff like this. If you'd have said to me, you've got two choices, you can have Invincible Series 2 in September or you can have a 50-something minute episode prequel of one of the sub-characters, which would you prefer? There's never going to be an argument there. I'll have Invincible sooner, please. Thank you very much. Okay, no problem. That's all we needed to know. Such a strange concept. And I want to I want to reiterate, I really enjoyed the episode I watched. I just felt the entire thing was a waste. And it had some nice callbacks in. Some real nice callbacks in it. And at the end, it was like, oh, what's, what was the main character doing while this was going on? Like, all of that. And I'm like, yeah, those things are cool and all. Just bring me the second series quicker. Um, in case you're wondering, it was called Invincible Presenting Atom Eve Special Episode. They ran out of words having made the title of that episode. Uh, if you enjoyed the first series of Invincible, check it out. If you haven't checked out the first series of Invincible, it's very good. It's very violent. It's animated. Um, watch the first series of Invincible, then watch the special episode to keep you tired over for another 
uh, five months, four months. I don't know. How do you do the maths at this point? Um, I watched two films. One was a new film, one was not a new film, as mentioned previously. The film I watched that was new is a film called Act of Valor. Act of Valor is a film about uh, US Navy SEALs, which is something that I've been reading a lot, watching a lot. If you go back through the last X number of podcasts, you'll realise it's a subject that I've been quite interested in for a while now. Can't overly explain why. Um, just It's just, just the way it is, I'm afraid. Um, so I saw this thing. I've seen a trailer for it. I purposely put on a trailer because I was like, hey, what's that? And I watched the trailer. And the trailer was weird. Um, to borrow a phrase, it was it was real jank. Like, here's a way to explain it in now terms. It's like AI made the trailer. There was something all kinds of wrong about it, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And I was very much like, hey, that film looks simultaneously awful and great scrolling through the other day came across it again watched the trailer again i was like look at this fine time i cannot get a bead on this film so i think i'm gonna have to watch it i watched it and i was like there is something super weird going on here there's a there's a bit of a breakdown at the start and i was like have they done what they've said they've done at the beginning so luckily for you lovely people i actually googled it before starting recording um, I can, if you want, I can read you what Wikipedia says. Um, I'll read you a little, a little bit. Act of Valor is a 2012 uh, American action film produced and directed by these guys and written by this other guy. The film stars active duty U.S. Navy SEALs and U.S. Navy Special Warfare Combat Craft crewmen as well as and then lists a load of actors so if, in case you're not following along this is a film about active u.s navy seals with a load of actual actors jammed in there and if you didn't know that before you watched it you certainly would whilst watching it because that is exactly the way it comes across. You've got people who are real SEALs who are obviously trying to do lines with no acting experience whatsoever. And then you've got, hey, I saw that guy in that film that time. What is happening here? It is the weirdest experience going and what it says at the beginning is the weapons and tactics used in this film are real. The stories told in this film are based on actual Navy SEAL missions. And some of the people in it are Navy SEALs. When you look at the cast list, if you do that thing on Prime where you press down and you can see what's going on. Some of the actors were like, so-and-so, so-and-so, playing so-and-so, so-and-so. And then two or three, like pictures along you'd be like dave played by dave matt played by matt mikey as mikey and i'm like this is so weird um the 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 weapons and tactics stuff was very good the acting um especially for the the active duty navy seals was not it made for a really disjointed movie you weren't quite sure what was happening you weren't quite sure what was real and what wasn't it was just a strange experience so so there basically the film i bought second hand on blu-ray was the film don john I cannot stress this enough. I love the film Don John. Written, directed, and starring, pretty sure it might be even be produced as well, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the other main uh, actor, actress, whatever, 
is Scarlett Johansson. Uh, and then it's got an all, an all kind of cast. Um, like Tony Danza, Brie Larson, the guy, the woman that plays uh, his mum, been in all sorts. Juliet Lewis is one of the other main characters in it. Um, I have reviewed this film before because I have seen it before because it's been on Prime before. I've watched it. I watched it a couple of times previously. Absolutely love this film. Um, that's not what I wanted to talk about because I have reviewed this film before. What I wanted to talk about was something that I googled having seen it this time. Do, 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 do. Where is the page, you absolute son of a gun? Ah, here we go. I wanted to know what sort of money the film had done. This is a film that had a big a budget of $5.5 million. That's not a small amount of money by any terms, but in a Hollywood terms, that is nothing. A lot is done around the actors. Um, a lot of the set pieces will be very much the same. Here we go. Don John grossed $24.5 million in North America. $16.5 million internationally for a total worldwide gross of $41 million. Uh, just double check that on these ones. Uh, domestic DVD sales, $4.3 million. Uh, where was the thing that I looked at? Basically, what it was saying is that it made seven times its budget, which in this day and age where Hollywood movies cost $100 million and then make $20 million at the box office, you know, that sort of thing. But all I think was, for a fantastic film that was very simple and very, you know, in a lot of ways, presumably easy to make... For five point five million, how happy would you be when you rake in forty one million dollars and be able to turn around to everyone and go, "Yep, that's a thing." Um, finally, 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 I'll let you get out of here. Uh, I'm still playing Sniper Three. When I when I did the podcast last week, I was like, "Oh, it's called Sniper something or other." Um, and then I put it on and I was like, it's absolutely not called that. And I should make a point to say to people what it's called. But I worked on the principle. I've reviewed this game before. Um, very quickly. Sniper 3. Not, 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 not the movie. Ah, Sniper Ghost Warrior 3 is maybe what it's called. I need to put game in there. Game. Yeah, Sniper Ghost Warrior 3. There we go. That answers the question. Oh, sort of. Press the wrong button. Um, still enjoying it. Still playing it. It's the only thing I'm playing at the moment. Um, I am getting to the back end, and it's making me sad. <sighs> Remember a couple of weeks back where I was like, I really want a game that I can get my teeth into. Uh, it's a game I've played before, um, but when I played it the first time, towards the back end, I started absolutely rinsing it as a game. Because I didn't want it to end. It's good. It's enjoyable. It's dated. I just looked there. It'll now be uh, six years old. Must be from a previous generation. Must be PS4 generation. At least. Really enjoying it. Don't want it to end. Don't know what I'm going to play next. I can play uh, Sniper Contracts, which is what this series turned into. But um, 
I think I've played the first one a bit too much. Um, but, on the flip side, I'm not sure I've played the second one all that much. I think I played it once all the way through and then have never gone back to it. So that could answer that question. Um, find out more. I've got I've got a busy week ahead. A lot of podcasts this week. Um, which... Yeah, it's a busy week. Let's go with that. Um, but that's it. That's the podcast right there. I'll catch you guys next time. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another one gone. Big thank you for listening. Big thank you for watching. Big thank you if you made it all this way. If you did, that can only mean one thing. You want to like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave us a review where you can leave a review and check out our website. Cookiecast.com has our social media links and an email button. That way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. You've just listened to another episode of Cookie Cast. Thanks for listening.